A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. walk into this room at your own risk because it leads to the future not a future that will be but one that might be this is not a new world it is simply an extension of what began in the old one it has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time it has refinements technological advances and a more sophisticated approach the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. This is Mr. Romney Wordsworth. In his last 48 hours on Earth, he's a citizen of the state but will soon have to be eliminated because he is built out of flesh and because he has a mind. been under investigation, Mr. Wordsworth, for the mandatory period of one year and 11 months. You are found to be obsolete. The purpose of this hearing is to make a finding in the matter and make a sentence accordingly. Do you understand that, Mr. Wordsworth? Your occupation, Mr. Wordsworth? A librarian, sir. A librarian. Having to do with books. Yes, sir. Books. Since there are no more books, Mr. Wordsworth, there are no more libraries. The field investigators in your sector have classified you as obsolete. Your rights are as follows, Mr. Wordsworth. You are to be liquidated within a period of 48 hours. You are obsolete, Mr. Wordsworth. A lie! No man is obsolete. You have no function, Mr. Wordsworth. You're an anachronism, like a ghost from another time. I am nothing more than a reminder to you that you cannot destroy truth by burning pages. You're a bug, Mr. Wordsworth, a crawling insect, an ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. I am a human being. Delusions, Mr. Wordsworth. Delusions that you inject into your veins with printer's ink. The narcotics that you call literature, poetry, essays of all kind, all of it, an opiate. You have nothing but spindly limbs and a dream. And the state has no use for your kind. I don't care. I tell you, I don't care. I'm a human being. I exist. And if I speak one thought aloud, that thought lives, even after I'm shoveled into my grave. 
The chancellor, the late chancellor, was only partly correct. He was obsolete. But so was the state, the entity he worshipped. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. Mr. Romney Wordsworth, who will draw his last breaths in the twilight zone. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there, and welcome to the latest rendition of Connect Those Dots, a humble little podcast hosted by me, Joe. And of course, what we do on this podcast is we take all the stories and all the weird things going on in the world today, and we see how they connect, we see how they synergize, we see how they all act in supplementary fashion to one another, and above all else, we try to make sense of all of the things that we initially perceive as nonsense, and we initially see, wow, that doesn't make sense. Why are they saying these things? None of that makes sense. We try to look at it from a different perspective. We try to see the the bigger picture. We see all the stars in the constellation, and we connect the dots to form the actual bigger picture, so to speak. Now, last episode was uh, really intense, was uh, really some heavy-hitting stuff, and Hopefully I didn't scare you off with all this stuff, but it, you know what? It's 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 real. It's true. And you are the deer in this forest of life. And there are wolves out there that are trying to prey upon you. And don't blame me for telling you the uncomfortable truths that there are bloodthirsty wolves out there coming for you. Know that they're there and prepare accordingly. That's all I'm saying. Showed you some really freaky people like Harari and David Pierce, and Zoltan Istvan, and people like Morgan Freeman, and Michukaku, who perpetuate this anti-human, quote-unquote, become-a-god agenda. But that's uh, sort of more down the road. That's sort of more their uh, endgame, final goal kind of stuff right there. But they can't reach that final goal without controlling you first. And the way they really try to control you is with language. And we are seeing that more than ever in today's day and age where language is targeted and language is assaulted and mangled and mutated and distorted and inverted to where people cannot even give you the definition of what a woman is anymore. It's a man, baby! And um, what this reminds me of is the novel by George Orwell, 1984. It's become quite a cliche at this point to reference 1984, but it's, it's, it's only a cliche because it's so true. And in 1984, the ruling party controls language and they control your perception. They control your knowledge. They tell you what's real and whatever, whatever they say is real, even if you know in your heart even if you know in your mind, even if you know for a fact that it's not real, as, as long as the party and the ruling class say that it is real, it is now real to you, and you better obey it, or else what? You're a conspiracy theorist. You're a misogynist. You're a transphobe. You're this. You're that. 
And this is how they're controlling language today. And in the novel 1984, when the main character Winston is being tortured because he's thinking for himself and he's making free independent decisions, the one that's torturing him says, if I tell you that two plus two equals five, you better obey it and you better know in your heart that two plus two equals five. See, we don't want you to just agree with us even though you know it's not real. We want you to believe that two plus two equals five. And what are we seeing today? We want you to believe that a man can be a woman. We want you to believe that you're going to destroy the world due to man-made climate change because you're driving a car and you get an electric car, even though the electric car creates just as much emissions as a regular gas vehicle. We want you to believe that you have to take unlimited injections to protect you from a virus that wasn't even dangerous in the first place. We want you to believe that there's no such thing as a new world order, even though everybody from Biden to Klaus Schwab and all these people tell you that there's going to be a new world order. But if you say that there's a new world order, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're every sort of ist that they can call you. There's going to be a new world order out there. So it's all these things that you know in your heart are not true, but this is how they invert it. And this is how they make you believe the false to be the truth. And let me play you a few examples. None more glaring than the Supreme Court Justice nominee, Kentonji Brown Jackson, when she's asked the most simple question that my four-year-old niece could answer, what is a woman? Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Mm, not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. She answers, I'm not a biologist. Bruh. What kind of answer is that? Why do we even have boy and girl bathrooms then? Why is there any sort, why, why is there bras for women? Why, uh, do, I don't, I, there is just, this is the example right here. This is the prime example of the 1984 two plus two equals five. And it's being perpetuated on you. When you see that guy, Leah Thomas, or he was born William Thomas, when you see him swim in the pool and crush all the competition that are females and people accept it and call him a woman, this is two plus two equals five mind warping, brain distorting, assault via language. You understand? This is assault on your mind via the distortion of the language. Now, I don't care if Leah Thomas wants to call himself Leah and he wants to identify as a woman. Go for it. You want to identify as a woman? Go for it. I can, I can tomorrow identify myself as a hot air balloon, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be levitating. Just because Leah Thomas identifies himself as a woman doesn't mean that he's biologically a woman and can compete in the women's division. So I'm all for freedom. I'm all for you being whatever you want to be and identifying as whatever you want. You want to think that two plus two equals five? Go for it. More power to you. God bless you. But don't you dare try to tell me that two plus two equals five and make me believe it. Can I get an amen? Amen! 
But people like Kentanji Brown Jackson, who's being nominated to be the Supreme Court Justice, is so deathly afraid of saying that two plus two equals four, is so deathly afraid of just giving a simple definition for a woman that she, she sits there and she can't even answer it because she's petrified. So she diverts to, I'm not a biologist. Well, I'm not a meteorologist, but I can tell you if it's raining or not outside. I'm not a certified mixologist, but I can make you a pretty damn good Bloody Mary. I'm not a zoologist, but I can tell you the difference between a zebra and a seagull. You smart. So all this sort of qualifying, like you can't say what a woman is unless you're a biologist. Well, what if I identify as a biologist? William Thomas can identify as Leah Thomas and say that he's a girl. Why can't I identify as a biologist? But whatever, I digress. We can get into the weeds with all this nonsense. I can't sit here and make sense out of nonsense. I can't sit here and make sense out of people trying to tell you that two plus two equals five. Other than the fact that they want to control your language, and by controlling your language, they're going to control your perceptions, and by controlling your perceptions, they will control your consciousness, which will ultimately control you. Now, I'm going to play you an exchange between uh, two spectators at one of the Leah Thomas uh, swim meets, and just listen to this exchange. It's between one free-thinking person that actually has their consciousness and a complete brainwashed drone that is now trying to tell the person who thinks for themselves that two plus two equals five. And uh, yeah, they're just not having it. And the brainwashed drone just totally gets shut out because they have no argument. Are you saying he doesn't have mental Don't you just love that? Don't you just love when they just get shut out? Because they have no argument. There's nothing here that they can point to that has any validity. Can I ask you? Can I ask you? Are you a biologist? No, I'm not a biologist, but I know that you're a moron. Pow. And in that clip, like, he's just the the, the guy that's talking to, to, to the nice lady. He's just the product typical soy boy leftist drone he sits up there he's, he's 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 his arms look like toothpicks he's wearing a mask on his face he's the only one in there wearing a mask and it's it's all together it's all together it's all um just part of the same borg mindset that they all fall into if you sit there and you still wear a mask everywhere you go then you're going to sit there and get every single booster that they tell you to take. And then if you sit there and take every single booster that they tell you to take, you're going to believe that a man can be a woman and uh, biology doesn't matter and you need to be a biologist to identify 
if a man is a man or if a woman is a woman. Uh, and if you're fall into that category, you think that uh, you're destroying the world because of man-made climate change because you drive a car and uh, eat steak. And if you think that, then you also think that Bill Gates loves you. You know what I mean? It's, it just goes on and on. It's a domino effect of lies and falsehoods. So the more lies that you believe, the more lies you are going to believe down the road. And it's the domino effect of deception that brings you deeper and deeper and deeper into living a lie. Everything you know Everything you think you know, everything you predicate your life upon is built on this foundation of lies. And that's why it's so difficult to wake people up. When People ask me, it's like, Joe, how, how, do you, how do we wake people up? How do we snap people out of this trance? Some people are just not going to happen because they are living in a fortress of lies. And you're going to have to take some kind of wrecking ball to smash their entire foundation, this fortress of lies that they feel so cozy in, that they feel so righteous in, that they feel so virtuous living in. That's why in movies like The Matrix, it's it's your choice to take the red pill because you can't force somebody to take the red pill. You can't force somebody to, to evaporate their entire belief system. You you can't do that for somebody. They have to do it on their own. They have to, something has to snap in their head. Something has to click for them that this isn't making sense here. This, this fortress of lies, this, this, this castle that they told me is made out of stone and, and mortar and, and the strongest substances known to man. No, it's, it's actually made of styrofoam. I can, I can tear this down. What? I'm starting to tear down this fortress. Oh my God, this, this fortress that they built for me, it's nothing but styrofoam and sponge, but they told me it was concrete and cement. That is the realization. That is the epiphany that they have to have internally that they're going to decide that two plus two doesn't equal five. And once that epiphany occurs within the person They will realize that this entire castle fortress of lies that they were told was built from stone and brick and mortar and cement and is strong and is fortified and is absolute. They're going to realize that it's not and it's made of styrofoam and paper mache and then they're going to tear it down themselves. So that's that's the metaphor for today. But there are some out there that do not want you escaping this fortress of lies, and they will do everything in their power to continue to imprison you in it for reasons I don't know. What, what, what do you think it is, folks? What do you think it is? They, they're just told to do this. They're afraid that if they say two plus two actually equals four, which it does, that they'll be punished. I don't know. See what you can make out of it here. I'm going to play you a clip right now from uh, British TV where one of their big uh, muckety-muck politicians, Rishi Sunuk, who is the chancellor of the, I don't know, he's got some silly title, chancellor, yada, yada, whatever the hell it means. I don't know what it means, but evidently he's some sort of big politician. And he went on British TV with 
reporter Julia Hartley Brewer, who's who's pretty she's pretty solid. She's kind of like a female British version of like a Tucker Carlson. She holds people to the fire. She asks tough questions like, "Oh, what is a woman?" and she asks him this question, "What is a woman?" and you're going to see this guy squirm worse than Kentanji Brown Jackson. See if you can make sense of it out of this. When you're listening to this, ask yourself why. Why why can't he answer this simple, easy question? I just want to ask you a question which um, seems to be very complicated for a lot of politicians uh, these days. Uh, not just uh, on the Labour side. Keir Starmer seems to find this a difficult question to answer. Rishi Sunak, what is a woman? Well, I thought the Prime Minister uh, answered this brilliantly in Prime Minister's Question Times. In Prime Minister's Questions this week, and I fully agree with him. And so what is your definition of a woman? Uh, as I said, I would exactly agree with what the Prime Minister said at Prime Minister's Question Time. I thought he answered the an, question very well. An much. adult human female? Uh, sorry, Julia, as no. I said, I, I, I thought the Prime Minister answered the question brilliantly. And, and I you, so, you, he thought he answered it brilliantly. So, so what were the words that he said that you agree with, Chancellor? Uh, well, I, I think if you look at the full thing that he said on Wednesday, he answered the question brilliantly, and I would agree with every word that he said. We're not going to get a proper answer from you, are we? It's a very well, simple I question. Because I, I, I can't remember it. But, but, I can't remember well, OK. It. I mean, adult adult human female. I thought he put it very well. And I think, you know, if actually you get his language and I, you could, I'd happily associate myself with every word that he said. I thought he put it very well. <laughs> so he put it very well, but I can't remember what he said. Uh, but, but, but if you're going to ask me this question, uh, he put it very well, the prime minister, and uh, but I can't remember what he said. This guy's shaking in his boots. He can't answer this question. Why? Why can't he tell you that two plus two equals four? Why is he so resistant? <laughs> Who is telling him that he can't answer this simple question? It's really frightening, to be honest with you. We can sit here and laugh, and we can be like, wow, look how stupid this guy is. He's not stupid. He's no, he knows what he's doing. He knows his marching orders, and he's following them to the T. And Julia Hartley Brewer is going to sit there and hold his feet to the fire, which she should. But he's not going to budge. And it's frightening. This is this is George Orwell's 1984 programming where you can't even sit there and state a simple fact. You can't even say what a woman is, an adult biological female with biological female chromosomes and reproductive organs. And he's deathly afraid to sit there and answer this question. And he's just going to continue to dodge. And he knows he's dodging, and he knows he's full of crap, and he knows he's coming off horribly on TV, but he doesn't care. And I just want to understand why. Why do you think that is? Who's telling him to sit up there and conduct himself in this way? Because that's the real question. That's the real nucleus of all of this that there is a plan, there is an agenda, there are marching orders out there to control the language, which when you control the language, it can control the perception. And when you're controlling the perception, you're controlling the consciousness. Are you seeing it now? Is it formulating in front of you? Are you connecting those dots?
Well, I sure hope so, because you're going to have to connect these dots for your kids. And I talked about this a bunch. I, I did an entire episode that was dedicated to how they're targeting your children. And that's episode five, by the way. You can go back and listen to it whenever you want. But in the recent weeks, it's just been like an avalanche. It's been like a blizzard. It's been like a like a like a complete tsunami of like constant trans kids propaganda and gay children propaganda and it's just it's it's pedophilic man anytime somebody says i'm pro trans kids you're pro a child being mind warped you're pro an adult with an agenda getting to a child at a young age and warping their brain because a child doesn't under a child in kindergarten a child in second grade, they don't understand anything about sexuality, let alone transness. Because it takes a person, an adult, that knows about this stuff to sit there and distort the mind of the child, to sit there and control the mind of the child and implant and inject these thoughts and these ideas and these ideologies within them. And then the child is told how brave they are and how good they are and how they're going to get a pat on the head if they sit, come out and say, oh, I'm trans or I'm this sexuality, I'm non-binary, I'm pansexual, I'm this, I'm that, because it's going to make them stand out and they know that they're going to get nurtured and given special treatment by the adults in power that they look up to. All this stuff is evil, man. All this stuff is mind warping. All this stuff is satanic. All this stuff is inversion. All this stuff is going against the natural order. And am I going to sit here and tell you that like legitimate people don't have gender dysphoria and they don't feel comfortable in the right gender? I'm not going to sit here and say that. I'm sure people do. I'm sure there are people out there that have this condition, but to... Make it the forefront of what you are exposing children to. Children are so malleable and they're so suggestible and they see the adult as this all-knowing figure, whether it's a mother, a father, a teacher, a doctor, a person on the news, the cartoon that they watch. They look at that as their guiding compass, their north star to how the world is and what truth is. That they will believe, they will believe anything that the adult tells them. And that is why we are seeing a skyrocket in the percentages of small children under the age of eight now, from kindergarten to, to third grade. There's been an uptick in like 30% more children identify as some sort of LGBTQIA+. See, I got it all down. LGBTQIA+. There's been a 30% uptick in America of children that identify children who are under the age of 8 from 5 to 8, 30%. From age 5 to 8, 30% uptick and children that identify as some sort of queer, I guess we'll call it. You think that's natural you think that's normal you think that isn't by design this two plus two equals five mindset is much easier 
to implant in the very suggestible and malleable mind of a small child, okay? And I know you know that. I know it's obvious. This is how the predatory mind operates. That's why you tell your kids don't don't talk to strangers. This is why predators go into ice cream trucks. This is why they use candy and they dress like a, a clown. This is this is the same tactics that this trans LGBTQIA plus agenda is using on the children. That's why they're draped in rainbow outfits and unicorn looking stuff and it it looks so fun and nice and they preach acceptance and loving everybody for who they are it's all couched in this sort of exterior that looks very inviting and very colorful and very interesting and very fun but within that colorful sparkly rainbow draped exterior the core of it is nothing but darkness and they're targeting your kids with it because they want to raise your kid they're raising the next generation that's what they say this is going to be the grooming of the next generation if you go back to my episode 5 podcast you'll know all about it we are raising the next generation that's what they say we're going to indoctrinate your children we're coming for your children that's what they say they made a whole song about it that had to be removed from the 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 so-called San Francisco gay men's choir that's what they call themselves i don't i'm not calling them that that's what they call themselves they had to remove their song that they made about we'll convert your children yeah We'll convert your children. And these are the type of individuals that are teaching your kids in the classrooms. Here's just a quick three-clip compilation. You can literally sit there and watch all day on TikTok or YouTube or whatever of teachers gloating and bragging about how they want to indoctrinate your kids and how they're going to make your kids gay and all these things. You can sit there and watch for hours. You can go on YouTube and type in Ben Shapiro re reacts and you can sit there and type in uh, leftist teacher compilation on, on, on YouTube or TikTok or whatever. You can sit there for hours and watch videos of these freakazoids who sit there and brag and they look at the camera with their crazy eyes and they're like, yeah, we're so happy that we're turning your kids gay and we're going to be really good and then the, the next generation is going to be super gay and it's all because of us and they sit there and they're so self-gratifying and their ego is just pouring out. So here's just a quick uh, example of the type of individuals that have complete access to your children eight hours a day if you send them to school. This has been my first year in preschool with a class of my own. We've been talking about gender and skin color and consent and empathy and our bodies and autonomy. It's been fabulous. Autonomy. But the children don't have the autonomy right now to, to not know about what you're talking about. You're relinquishing their mental autonomy by injecting and forcibly pushing your agendas upon them. So they sit there and preach about inclusion and autonomy and consent. The kid doesn't have the consent to hear about your sick perversions, lady. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. Some people are girls, some are boys, some are both, some are neither. I might tell this kid, 
we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, oh, that one? <laughs> and she points to a gay flag and she's like, yeah, you can pledge your allegiance to the gay flag. <laughs> These people are freaks, man. And that is, that's like those three clips that I just played you is, is a drop, is, is like a drop in the bucket doesn't even, doesn't even describe it. Because I'm, I'm telling you, if you have the mental fortitude and the stomach to watch all these creepazoids, you can sit there for hours. You can sit there for days and you still won't even see all of it. And it's all part of the brainwashing agenda. So these teachers have been brainwashed and they've been programmed and they believe that two plus two equals five. They believe it in their heart. So they're going to sit there and program your children the same way that they've been programmed. Because you already know that two plus two equals four. So they're not going to sit there and convince you that two plus two equals five. It's going to be more difficult for you because you're an adult. You're a free thinker. You understand how the world works. But a small child who's malleable, who's easily manipulatable, that can be molded into another programmed freakazoid, just like the clips of the, of, uh, of the people that I played you before. So it's the people who are already brainwashed, who are already programmed, who are now doing it to the next generation. And it has nothing to do with trans rights, has nothing to do with gay rights, has nothing to do with any of that. I mean, how could it? Every friggin' corporation, from Nike to Disney to all these things, all, the, all they do is talk about how much they love gay people. So where's the oppression? I don't see any oppression anywhere. All I see is, is, is corporate shilling and worship. So what rights are you standing for? What oppression are you fighting against? I don't see any oppression. Because it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with scrambling of the mind, confusion, and inversion. Because it's not going to just stop at men can be girls and girls can be boys or whatever. It's not going to just stop there. This is a complete assault on the language, and it happens incrementally. So I'm going to play you a clip now from the Chris Plant show where a caller called in telling Chris Plant about her experience at one of the Drag Queen story hours. Following up on your statement about you're not a vet, but you know what a cat is. Right. Uh, uh, referencing our Supreme Court justice nominee who doesn't know what a woman is. Right. Uh, so uh, recently in McLean, June 2021, we had our uh, Dolly Madison Library host a drag story hour uh, with the support of our McLean Community Center. So a number of us were somewhat concerned and worried, and we um, silently sat in the room praying uh, when uh, one of the, it was really, it was really very confusing for these children. You know, we could see that they were kind of looking, and some of the parents didn't know what they were getting into either. But uh, at one point, one of the drag queens or kings, we're not sure, uh, he had a little stuffed animal under his arm, and he said uh, to a little child, can you tell me what this is? It was a stuffed dog, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the little boy said, it's a 
dog. Uh-huh. And he, the drag person said, no, it's not. So obviously, you know, saying what is what you think is real isn't, um, maybe. And then the little boy said, yes, it is. It's a dog. And he said, no, it's not. It's a cat. And the little boy started crying and saying, my mommy told me that's a dog, you know. And so so finally I had to say, stop confusing that child. You know, what are you doing? But that's basically the story. We've been working to ensure that we don't have these story hours anymore at our local library. But, you know, they're all over the place in the United States. Yeah, they are. are. So there you go. My point exactly. That's not a dog. That's a cat. That's not a boy. That's a girl. That fire's not hot. It's cold. Go ahead and touch it. Two plus two isn't four, honey. It's actually five. Are you seeing where this goes? Are you seeing where this leads? Are you connecting the dots in your mind? Are you understanding that it's targeted at the children for a reason? So that they can be confused and inverted in order to shape their perceptions? to ultimately capture their consciousness in order to turn them into a non-thinking, completely obedient, docile adult when they eventually grow up and reach adulthood? Because that's what it's about. That's where this is going. And now it's, oh, you can't say what a woman is unless you're a biologist. And then down the road, it's, you can't Say what two plus two equals unless you're a mathematician. (sighs) But the mind control aspect is just one factor of this agenda. Don't think that this doesn't tie into the globalist agenda of depopulation and attack on the family and attack on husband and wife and attack on just gender in general. They want to do away with gender. So they say, oh, you can be whatever gender you want to be. You can be any sort of gender. That makes gender non-existent. Do you understand? If anybody can be any sort of gender, then gender doesn't mean anything. If I can be any sexuality, then sexuality doesn't mean anything. If there's no actual concrete, tangible value to it, it's just a bunch of nonsense. It's just a bunch of words. Like, I'm Power Ranger gender today, and... Tomorrow, I'm going to be astronaut gender, and I'm going to be uh, zebra minotaur gender on uh, July 7th. There's no, there's, there's, there's no logic. It's all, it's all fake. And that, you know, ties into the whole metaverse stuff and the stuff that we were talking about last week about, you know, become a god and you can be whatever you want to be. It's all fake. And they just want to scramble your perceptions of what reality is. I'm scared. So here's the Disney diversity and inclusion president, which in this inverted world, when you hear diversity and inclusion, it really just means groupthink and exclusion. (laughs) So just just know that whenever you hear those those silly buzzwords that, that they use all the time. Here's what she thinks about in her spare time, and here's the initiative that she wants to put into Disney, which is ultimately the messages that she is wanting to send to your children. Last summer, we we removed all of the um, gendered 
greetings in relationship to our life skills. So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's, it's hello everyone or hello friends. What does that sound like to you? Does that sound familiar to you? If you're a connect those dots regular listener, that's gonna, uh, that's gonna spark something in your brain. What does that sound familiar to that I played you before? Oh yeah, it sounds like that clip of David Icke that I played you when he talks about scrambling the perceptions of gender to ultimately confuse, 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 and then to fuse one gender, no gender, or any gender, no gender. Are you understanding it here? This is deep stuff. This is heavy stuff. This is something that you should really contemplate and meditate on and, and understand. If you don't remember that clip, here's the clip of David Icke. About transgender, mm. where transgender becomes the dominant thing. No one can say anything about transgender, otherwise um, they're gonna get the wrath. If a teacher does, they're sacked. If a parent does, then they get um, hell to pay. And what, this is the sequence. Man, woman, gender, sex. Confuse, 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 fuse one gender, no gender. That's the, that's the sequence. And so what they're doing is they are scrambling systematically the kids' perception of gender, preparing them for the no gender human, which is planned to happen in their lifetimes. That's why they want the kids now. And this is uh, why and how, and I could speak for this forever, but we, we won't in this one time. Um, this is why the propaganda about climate change is the propaganda about um, artific uh, artificial intelligence, is the propaganda about uh, transgender, is the propaganda about all these other areas that we've talked about. This is how they all connect. They're all moving to the same zero point of a completely transformed human society. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Um, I have to be honest, I don't know if I'll be able to sleep tonight. And you're probably like, oh, that's nonsense. That's nonsense. That makes no, that makes no, that, that makes no sense. How's there going to be no gender? You need to understand that these freakazoids and these transhumanists have created cloning technology and gene editing technology and um, in vitro birthing techniques that they can create a synthetic womb, create synthetic sperm and egg to create a synthetic being. And that's what the book Brave New World is about. It's, it's a world where everybody is sterilized and cannot procreate naturally. So the government and the state and the scientific elite create humans through scientific means. And it's not just a novel. Whenever you read these novels, whenever you see the science fiction stuff, know that the, the, it's, a, it's a blueprint and that it's a, it's a guiding light for what the forecasters of the future want to manifest. So all this any gender you want to be really means no gender. Because there's no such thing as any gender. There's man and there's woman. Two plus two does not equal five or eight or 17, or 39. It, it doesn't equal that. It can't equal whatever you want it to be. You can't be 
any gender that you want. You're a man or a woman. You can't be a unicorn tomorrow and a dragon two Thursdays from now. But when they break the fabric of reality and when they scramble and distort your perceptions of what reality actually is, then you can. You can be whatever you can be whatever you want. And that's why they're prepping you to live your life in the metaverse, which they plan to roll out and make the actual real tangible life something that you don't want to live in and create actual incentives to live your life in the fake metaverse that they make for you. But that's a topic for another time. That's that's a show that I should probably just dedicate to talking about how they want to create a fake world and make it the real world and make the real world uh, an irrelevant world. But yeah, that's that's a heavy topic that we should do for another time. But it's all connected. It's all tentacles on the same octopus. It's all different heads on the same monster. It's all different stars in the sky that create this constellation of tyranny. That's deep, bro. That's deep. Now, to close out this episode, I just want to share with you uh, a little clip compilation edit that I made to illustrate to you how far wide this control of language and attempted control at reality and perception, just to show you how far wide it stretches. It's not just about transgender. It's not just about you need to be a biologist to say a man is a woman. It's far more expansive than that. So here is Senator from Australia, Alex Antic, and I know, uh, yeah, I, when I say Australia, you're like, oh, here we go. We're going to hear some ridiculous Australian. No, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. He's going to tell you everything about Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset, and he said this at Australian Parliament, and he's going to literally quote things that Schwab has said, and I'm going, after he quotes it, I'm going to, sp- I've spliced in where Schwab actually says the quote. So you know he's not lying, and you know he's not full of it, and you know he's not exaggerating. It's all completely verified that these are direct quotes from Klaus Schwab. And after Alex Antic has said this, he's been being smeared in Australian and global uh, news, calling him a every name in the book, a conspiracy theorist, a great reset doesn't exist, Klaus Schwab is a nice man, he loves you, the new world order doesn't exist. There's going to be a new world order out there. And what does that sound like? What does that sound like? Alex Antic or Joe from Connect Those Dots or you listening to Connect Those Dots, you're not allowed to talk about the great reset because you're not Klaus Schwab or you're not a you're not a globalist. You're not allowed to say that there's a new world order. You're a conspiracy theorist. Just like you're not allowed to say that a a woman is a woman unless you're a biologist. Do you understand? Are you connecting the dots? Are you understanding where this where how all of this synergizes? I know you are. So without further ado, here's uh, my little clip compilation, clip up edit of Alex Antic, Australian senator, just quoting Klaus Schwab, and then Schwab 
basically proven him right. Founded in 1971 by Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum is steeped in authoritarianism and Marxist ideology. It's an ideology which is creeping into governments across the world. To quote Schwab himself when speaking about the Canadian Parliament, we penetrate the cabinets. I know that half, that half this cabinet, even more than half, are actually young global leaders of the, of the World Economic Forum. It's true in Argentina, it's true in France, now with the president who is a young global leader, end quote. What we are very proud of now is a young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, rece at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the World Economic right. Forum. The World Economic Forum promotes globalist issues such as climate change, so-called systemic racism and sexism, and creating an online digital identity. However, closer inspection reveals the World Economic Forum is an anti-capitalist, anti-free market organisation that seeks to subvert Western values and political processes. And they are very organised and very well funded. Their message is designed to appear harmless when in fact the ideology that underpins it is revolutionary and destructive. They train aspirational leaders in their ideology and help them make connections in spheres including politics, business and the arts. The World Economic Forum has consistently advocated for the harshest and most extreme COVID uh, measures possible, including lockdowns, mandatory vaccinations, vaccine passports and mask mandates, despite these policies assaulting many of our basic liberties. At the centre of the World Economic Forum's ideology is stakeholder capitalism. Essentially, this is a theory that traditional free market capitalism ignores the dangers posed by climate change, and so the government must enforce restrictive policies to save the environment, even if that means less wealth. Why then are the forum's criticisms, criticisms of capitalism always directed at Western nations rather than the great polluters such as China and India? The forum believes that your freedoms should be minimised to prevent the imminent climate catastrophe the one that's becoming, coming for 10 years in the last 50 years, by the way. The central theme of the World Economic Forum's material is what they call the Great Reset, which is Klaus Schwab's term for the opportunity the pandemic has presented to reimagine and reinvent the economic policies of the West. Some would say to build back, back better. We would say to really have a great reset, great reset, great reset. The term comes from Schwab directly himself with his 2020 book entitled The Great Reset. In a now-deleted video titled Eight Predictions for the World in 2030, the World Economic Forum claimed that you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, a slogan that hits the same dystopian note as work makes you free and ignorance is strength. You don't have to be a political philosopher to figure out that if you own nothing, the state owns everything. There's a word for this. It's called communism. The World Economic Forum and its affili affiliates shamelessly promote the abolition of private property, a central facet of Karl Marx's demented utopian ideology, which led to the deaths of tens of millions of people worldwide in the 20th century. To quote Margaret Thatcher, quote, communism never sleeps, never changes its objectives, and nor should we. No matter how sophisticated the World Economic Forum tries to make the abolition of private property around the world sound, uh, the fantasies of Karl Marx always lead to the crushing of individuals' liberties and lives and the expansion of the state's tyranny and power.
It is imperative that we pay close attention to the World Economic Forum and do all that we can to preserve liberty and reduce government intrusion in our lives. And if we fail to do so, the anti-democratic forces in the West will continue to march on and we may wake up to an Australia that we no longer recognise. Australians deserve to know the extent to which the World Economic Forum's influence and infiltration of our country and how far it has gone, and we're going to find out. So everything you said, verified, solidified, completely valid, completely true, just complete facts, sourced, everything, everything that you could possibly want, and they still call him a conspiracy theorist and say that he's out of his mind and say that it's not true. These are the same people that cannot define what a woman is. These are the same people that tell you that two plus two equals five. These are the same people that say you can be whatever gender you want to be. These are the same people that tell you that you need to take unlimited injections to protect you from a virus that wasn't going to hurt you in the first place. These are the same people that tell you uh, masks don't help you, but wear a mask anyways. Hey, might as well wear two. These are the same people that tell you you're destroying the planet from man-made climate change as they get on their jumbo jets and live their lavish lives. These are the same people that tell you that the earth is going to be flooded and the world is going to be completely underwater and then they buy beachside mansions. And it's all an exercise in scrambling your reality, inverting your perception of reality to ultimately lock you in a mental prison where you're devoid of all critical thought and individual assessment I'm scared I'm scared of the world out there So there's a show I thought I was going to be a little lighter <laughs> this week as compared to how heavy we got last week but uh we didn't do that because these are heavy topics and these are real and you can't sugarcoat them You could put a little sugar with the medicine to uh, help it go down a little bit but it's still going to have a bitter taste no matter what but we have to be here to accept that bitterness and, and swallow it and digest it so that we don't get taken advantage of. And that so the next generation and the future doesn't get taken advantage of. So I hope you learned something. I hope you connected some dots. And uh, as I do every week, I'm going to tell you uh, peace out. God bless. And two plus two equals five. Now take your injection, slave.